This is a podcast for creatives exploring the art of writing ugly, embracing it, and pushing forward. I'm your host, Brooke Shante, and I'm journeying on my own path as a writer, uncovering hard facts, hidden truths, and occasionally sharing some interesting experiences along the way. Stay tuned for heavy rotations of positivity, productivity, and possibility. Welcome to Creatively Imperfect. Hello, beautiful people. It's the third episode of the Creatively Imperfect podcast. We are on number three, and it feels really good. I'm having a blast podcasting, and this is something that I'm striving to continue for a long time. So thank you for sticking with me thus far. If you're here for the very first time, I welcome you to my little spot in the universe, a small speck, a fraction of a dot, (laughs) creatively imperfect. I talk about all the writerly things and some occasional lifestyle topics that tie in with writing. And I'm just kicking it with you. I'm chilling and I'm glad to have you. So let's get right into it. It's a brand new day, a brand new week. I got some coffee in my system, so I'm up and active. My um, my mom, she gave me some Starbucks coffee that I've never tried because I'm more of a Dunkin' kind of girl. I love me some Dunkin' Donuts coffee, but this Starbucks coffee ain't too bad. <laughs> so um, it's Monday, guys. Like, y'all didn't already know, right? But um, I've grown to love Mondays. Because for me, they feel like many fresh starts. I used to I used to dread Mondays growing up, especially as a teen. And well into my adulthood, actually, thinking about that. Monday mornings, they just always felt like a chore to get through. But that's mostly because I've trained myself to think in that manner. And now that I'm older, much older, much older, <laughs> I am... Um, I choose to see Mondays in a whole new light. I have an entire week to be better than the previous week. And I try to make a habit of finding at least one thing that didn't work well for me in the week before and try to succeed at that in a new week. For the most part, mentally, this has helped me to remain optimistic about Mondays and starting fresh. So what about you? How's the start of your week so far? What do you have going on? I I have several things going on this week, going on this month and going on next month. I have things happening, okay? Um, for one, remote learning has taken over my entire household and is driving me a little insane. And I'm not ashamed to admit that. So um, <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not ashamed to admit it at all. The um the little people in my household that eat up all my food and call me names like mom, yeah, they have two extra days off this week. So <laughs> I have extra homework packets and reading logs to help complete. And it's also a testing month in my kids' school. So this week is jam-packed with studying and uh, mommy, am I finished now? And no, you still have 13 more pages to read. And me just hiding out on my balcony, envisioning myself throwing all of my kids' Chromebooks off the balcony and just watching them crumble and crush at the bottom. <laughs> like, I'll be okay with them just being able to read at grade level and count to 20. That That's all they really need in life anyway, right? Like, who even uses algebra and chess as an adult? 
not me. I, I don't. I just need to know how to count a few little dollars in my bank account and be on time in life. I'm good. <laughs> you can you can get by without all this extra stuff these teachers are giving these kids. They don't need it. They don't. <laughs> but for real, guys, I'm I'm really over remote school. I'm over remote everything. So don't talk to me about remote schooling. I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to listen to it. You might get thrown off the balcony with the Chromebooks at this point. <laughs> Seriously. No, but um, no, but those those thoughts do roam about in my head, people. So uh, don't stand too close. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I have the kids stuff happening this week. And um, it's also Preptober. And yes, I'm still prepping for my novel project in November. I'm coming for nano this year, guys. You you should see me. I got my bullet journal that I'm using for my outline and notes. I'm taking a writing uh, workshop on fast drafting. Perfect timing for nano. And I'm just hanging out with my little index cards and highlighters and sticky notes. <laughs> I'm I'm having so much fun prepping. And I truly hope those of you that are participating in NaNoWriMo next month are actually having fun with this challenge. And not stressing yourselves out about it too much because that's no fun. And who wants to be stressing, especially during these critical times we live in? No. Do not stress yourself over NaNoWriMo. Please do not do that. Not healthy for your creativity, not healthy in general. And I'm speaking from personal experience. Don't trip. Just write and have fun. <laughs> I, I'm currently in the character development stage for my story, and I'm fleshing out my MC as well as my antagonists and learning so much about them. Or rather, they are revealing so much about themselves. Most of the stories... I write are character driven so when I get a new story idea it typically starts with the main character and not the plot rarely I write with a plot driven story not that I can't but that's just that's just how my stories tend to pop in my head always with the characters first is anyone else a character driven writer or are you more of a plot driven writer how, like, how do your stories come into your mind? And what stories are told better? Can that even be the case where one specific driven story is better told than the other? This would be a perfect writerly topic to debate, right? Let's do it. Share your thoughts on this topic with me. Character-driven stories or plot-driven stories? Which side do you rep? Are you hashtag team character driven or are you hashtag team plot driven? Let me know. Message me and tell me where you stand in all of this. I, me personally, I am team character driven for life. I have no shame in this. I'm absolutely comfortable with only seeing my story start with my character. That's just the way my brain be working. <laughs> so guys, I've discovered a new tool that may help me and, and possibly you as well with this year's NaNoWriMo project. I was watching a YouTuber by the name of Kate Cavanaugh on AuthorTube. Some of you may already be familiar with her, but she's a writer and her channel is based on her writing journey. And she does like all of these writing challenge videos and writing experiments with different writing routines from like different famous authors and writers. Like, for example, she'll... Um, 
she'll uh, search up Stephen King's writing routine, write it out, you know, write it down on a piece of paper or something, and then mimic the routine in her own life and then film it and, you know, show us how it plays out. It's a pretty cool channel, and I recommend you checking her out. I am in no way affiliated with Kate Kavanaugh or her writing or her YouTube channel, but um, it is a it is a pretty cool channel, and she does interact with her audience, so she'll be great for you guys to check out and learn about. But anyway, I was watching one of her writing experiment videos, and she was talking about Chris Fox's 5,000 words per hour book. I know, right? Like, what kind of man are you to even suggest that? Like, what kind of a monster would suggest any writer to write 5,000 words an hour? <laughs> and um, Chris Fox, he's an author of both fiction and nonfiction works. I think I have, like, one of his books on my Kindle that I haven't gotten a chance to read yet. But uh, <laughs> his um his YouTube videos are pretty dope. Um, yeah, they're they're really cool too. So check them out as well. But in the book, he mentioned he mentions using dictation with writing. And here how here's how it works. You get in any speech to text app, download it on your device of choice, and you speak the words that you would normally write to include in your story. And there they are in written form, ready to go for you in the app. So you know I had to test this out for myself, right? I found this nifty app in the Apple Store called Speechy. And guys, there's like 50 million speech-to-text apps to download. I just picked the one with the highest ratings. Um, so after watching Kate's video, not only has she convinced me to pick up a copy of Chris Fox's book, 5,000 Words in an Hour, it's still sitting in my Amazon cart, and I will be getting it, like, this Friday. But um, I do believe that utilizing this kind of tool may be extremely beneficial for writers. I did a quick test run, and the app that I'm using was able to pick up on my speech quite well. I was, I was shocked that about 97% of my words were recognized. And what's cool about the Speechy app is that not only does it dictate, but it it saves an audio recording of the dictation that you can share and upload. And I'm not affiliated with Speechy, it's just, just a cool app. <laughs> now, this is cutting edge for writers. I, it, like, just think about it. You can speak your entire manuscript into your phone or even your tablet without ever having to write or type the words you need. I don't know about you, but for me, that's fantastic. And it's super helpful, especially for those writers out there that are participating in an event such as National Novel Writing Month. How much of your story could you get completed if you dictated most of it? I don't know why I haven't thought of using dictation before in my writing. I mean, I've, I've always known about dictation, but never thought to use it for any of my writing projects. Now, I gotta admit, there are some cons to using dictation for your writing. Using a, a tool like speech-to-text can pose a challenge for some writers, as it, it may be harder to dictate how you want to write your story when you're thinking of how to say it, and then instead of writing it down, you speak it out. Like, that might be difficult to do for some. Like, you have a whole scene ready to go in your mind, and it's a really great scene, but then to speak out the scene in the same fluency you would as if you were writing it, yeah, I can definitely see how this 
might not be ideal for some writers. Nevertheless, I'm actually excited to try this method out for my NaNoWriMo project and possibly other writing projects. I feel like dictating my draft or even some of it would help to add more depth to my characters because I can become so much more in tuned with them by becoming them. Even the male, the male characters that I have in my story, just stepping into their roles and really taking on their personalities and traits, all how I write them, breathing life into them by speaking as them, exactly how I would write them. This is, that's just so dope. I just like the idea of that. And this would definitely allow me to be more of an efficient writer. And I think I can get 5,000 words out in an hour by using something like this. I can, I definitely can understand how Chris Fox would make such a bold claim. And this will be an interesting thing to see if it will work for me. Like in future writing projects, if this dictation will work, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. And I'll keep you guys posted on this and my pro- my progress with that. So what else, guys? Oh, um, let's talk about NaNoWriMo tips. Now, I have three. <laughs> I only have three. And um, I've been participating in NaNoWriMo for about two years now. And I have been able to learn a great deal about myself as a writer since joining. So here's my tips. You ready? Okay. Um, tip number one, do not write and edit simultaneously. Try, try, and try again to resist the urge to go back into your story and start cleaning stuff up. Leave it. Leave it alone. And I'm actually telling this to myself as well because I still suffer from this form of writer self-sabotage. Save the writing for the end. Let me say that again a little slower and listen carefully because this is important. (laughs) Save the editing for the end. Did I say save the writing for the end? I meant save the editing for the end. You will have time to go back in I promise there will be so much time after your draft is complete to change and fix passive voice to active voice and show don't tell and fix your POV and add those missing commas like you'll have all the time you need for all of that but one thing's for certain you can't get to the end of your draft and make time for the editing process if you're doing all the editing while you're writing don't do it. <laughs> Tip number two. Use writing software that allows you to access your manuscript across multiple devices. This will not only allow you to write on a go, <clears throat> excuse me, but maybe on a Saturday morning, you're just not in a mood to sit at a desk and write. Maybe it's a, like a lazy day for you and you just want to lie in your PJs and cuddle with your dog or cat. And you just want your phone and AirPods. That could be you. And a program that is readily available to use on your iPhone or your iPad or tablet or any other small device other than your laptop, that's a program designed to give you no excuse but to write because you can literally literally write anywhere. So don't make it a thing. Get the writing done. You agree to commit yourself for 30 days of writing. Get through the 30 days. 
and take a break afterwards. But do not quit. Unless, of course, an unforeseen emergency occurs. Of course, do what you need to do. But don't just give up because you fell behind a few hundred words or you're not in the mood to write. Keep your commitment to yourself. It will make you a better writer and better all around. Last tip, numero tres. Yep, I'm bilingual too. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really not. I, I pretty much know those only two words in Spanish. Um, have fun with NaNoWriMo. Do not take this challenge so serious that you start comparing yourself to other writers and feeling less adequate or even not worthy to write. Don't get into that mindset ever. Not with NaNoWriMo, not with any writing project that you're working on. Have fun with this challenge and just write. Even if you don't meet your daily word count, so what? You started something. Finish it. You will thank yourself for pushing through this event. Enjoy creating your story that you will someday share with the world and have someone somewhere be able to get lost in a world you created just for them. Well, that does it for this week's episode, Creative. I um I hope you had fun hanging out with me. I'm having fun. <laughs> Stay tuned for next week's episode, Writing While Momming and Other Distractions. I'll be venting about having the audacity to write while being a mom. Hi to all the mom listeners out there. Next week's episode is dedicated to you, so be on the lookout for that. If you want to follow my writing journey elsewhere, you can catch me on Instagram at day one writer. You'll see more of my writing content there, as well as a splash of my personal life. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode and want to support me on my writing journey, you can do so by leaving me a review and let your girl know you stopped by. (laughs) If you have any questions or comments or just want to talk about something or share something, shoot me an email, dayonewriter at gmail.com. I do read my emails, guys, so send away. Also, check out my website over at thecreativelyimperfect.com blog for more of my, uh, all my latest blog posts and snippets of my writing. I have a few sci-fi entries rotating on the site, and I also send out a monthly newsletter with everything that's happening with me for the month. So while you're there, don't forget to subscribe to my email so you don't miss out on any of my latest content. Take some time today to smile, give out free hugs, And why not bake some cupcakes today? And remember to say thank you to all those that stand in your corner and support your writing journey. I'll see you next week.